0: Ken Brown here from WGI Radio, Michael here at DetroitLions.com as we talk game time. Hello, Michael.
1: Hello, Ken Brown, and what a game week, eh?
0: Well, this is a special edition of game time because we have to break in with the news that happened between the time of our podcast on Monday and today. And we'll get that first, and then we'll go game time and end it. But we first, we have to talk about the Lions trading TJ Hawkinson at the trade deadline. We got to get our... Quick thoughts on that before we proceed with game time. Michael here, as Kim Brown predicted and said earlier and been saying all season, that he was a person that you might be able to get some um, value for. He was kind of expendable to me. I know others don't believe that. But I was not surprised that he was traded.
1: Well, I heard the chatter and all that, so I'm not saying I was shocked or anything like that. But, but uh, you know, I, I, was, I liked TJ more than maybe some other people did. I thought he was, as I've said before, in that second tier of tight ends not in the first year, but after the top three or four, I thought he was in the next group. And, you know, he was fifth in the league in in yards, uh, receiving yards for a tight end, first in the league with an average per carry of 15.2 yards. And I thought he was a productive player for the Detroit Lions. But I also understand why they did it. And it's, you know, maybe he's not just quite their type of player. Maybe they want to move on in a different direction. Obviously, they want to move on because they are. And they picked up some draft picks, you know, another second-round pick, another third-round pick. So they've really got going into the 2022 draft. I think you said this, Kenny, five picks in the top 25 the way it stands right now. Does that sound right?
0: I think it was four in the top 30. It was four in the top 64, I believe that's what it was. And um, Well, it's,
1: there's a fifth one, though. It's the third-round pick which would be the first right. pick in the season. pick of the first so, pick,
0: in the, be 65th pick. But, you know, so it would be five in the top 65. 65, right, top five in the top 65. But the four are the ones, to me, that are concerned. The third-round pick can come and go. Those well, first two one, rounds.
1: Well, Kenny, that's only one more pick. It's only one more slot. Why wouldn't it matter?
0: No, I'm just saying the first two second-round pick and the first-round picks to me are going to be more important when you're trading up or trading down or whatever. It's just a matter of, I mean, Mike, it could be a second-round pick and four picks, later it be the third round. It's just when you trade people, I traded okay. a second-round pick. So that's what I'm saying. I understand the numbers. I mean, you got to remember, Miami forfeited their first-round pick, so there's only 31 picks in the first round this year. Right,
1: absolutely. That's so. correct, the that third round pick right now
0: that the Lions already have would be like the fourth. Right, it would in the be draft. like the last. If that's it, but I, they're not going to. I'm going to tell you right now, people, don't get excited for them being the worst team in the league. It's not happening. This team is going to win some games by the end of the year. I don't know if they're going to win enough to get, you know, out of the top five drafting, but they're not going to be the worst team. So if you guys are thinking the Lions are going to dump the last ten games, forget it. I'm telling you now. Can listen, to Uncle Kenny. All right. It's not and happening. there was
1: one other, yeah, and there was one other move that we haven't mentioned yet either. And that was the firing of the
0: secondary coach, Aubrey yeah, Pleasant. Yeah, we talked about we talked about Aubrey Pleasant. We talked about that Monday. That was happening exactly. right when we did the podcast, okay. so we did talk okay. about that. But if you want, if you got anything else to say about it, and you know, new no, information has come else. to light.
1: No, but the only one thing that the question all week with with, with uh, Dan Campbell and the players are how are they going to keep their focus with all this going on? Well, number one, I mean, I understand that too, and I think. They're, there's some sort of reaction to it, but I think more so for the for, for the coach and his colleagues than it is for the players, because the coach is out of a job. TJ is in with the Minnesota Vikings with a team that's 6-4. and Why would anybody be, you know, have any recriminations or whatever about that? He's a, He's got a better deal, and obviously the Vikings like him. They want to sign him to a long-term deal, I'm sure, and so he landed right on his feet. It's not so much with with Aubrey Pleasant, although he's highly regarded in the league, I understand. He'll end up somewhere.
0: Yeah, but when you get fired as a coach, that means you got to like start again almost, you know what I'm saying? you got to get Some back guys, in line, yeah. and that's that's tough. He's a young guy, and I'm sure if he's that good of a coach, they'll make up for it. And the last thing I want to say about T.J. Hawkinson, and I'm going to tell you right now, go look at Brandon Pettigrew's time with the Lions. Brandon Pettigrew had more of an impact than TJ Hawkinson did. I'm just want to put that out there. I'm not saying bad about either player. I'm just saying everybody wants to think Brandon Pettigrew was this bad pick. Look at the numbers. Go look at the oh, numbers.
1: Had, I was a big – I've always been a big Pettigrew supporter. and his, He had 210 receptions in seasons two, three, and four combined, and he was one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. It, was, it wasn't for his bad knees. He'd been a Pro Bowl caliber player.
0: Exactly. So – it's
1: 210 right.
0: catches
1: in three
0: years for a tight end. Yeah, and that's the reason why I thought that it was possible that T.J. would be traded because if you remember Patricia, they would play Hawk outside like a receiver almost, running around. They really kind of wanted to feature him. This this offense, it just it just wasn't featuring him. He had the big game, the one big game, and he had a long pass Sunday. But I mean, Mike, when you get two and three targets a game or whatever and nobody's paying 10 15 million dollars for that so evidently there was a disconnect there somewhere and I just I just felt that they thought he was a good player they didn't think he was any key to, to their offense so we'll see how it works out but that's what I thought and I think to get a second and a third when you figure that Roquan Smith only got a second and a fifth you know I think you that was a wonderful trade by um Brad Holmes but they also gave up two fourths. Right? Yeah, I'm just saying to get even get yeah. a second a, a, for people to say Rohan Smith was leading the league in tackles, and that's all you got for him was a second in the field. You know, right. s- so it was a good deal, and it'll be a better. And everybody's ready to get rid of Brad Holmes, and and they haven't even started to get the payoff from the Stafford um, trade yet because Jamo Williams has not played yet, and you got a first round coming this year. You not even you haven't even got the payoff from that trade yet. You got you got to be patient with this.
1: You know, that's, uh, that's a good point. I don't think if you – in fact, I never really even thought about that because they haven't used that player yet. All they've done is call out the number of the pick. Right.
0: That's I, exactly I right. They haven't had a so – we, We've made history here. I agree with you. Yeah, I was about to say, something's wrong, is this a, a good – it must be Good Friday. Is this April? Is this a, anyway, um, let's get to the game now. Uh, the Lions are a three-point underdog, three-and-a-half-point underdog to the Packers. You know I hate the Packers. You know I hate, you know, I hate Aaron Rodgers, and I, I never want to see him win. And – I I don't care what we're playing, if it's Tilly Wings or football. I want the Packers to be defeated, and I want the people of uh, Green Bay to go back home. So is there any way the Lions can win this game? Are they in this game?
1: Well, they're able to score points, that's for sure. They've scored points. all Even last week against the the Miami Dolphins, yeah, they went cold in the second half. Didn't score a point, but they already had 27. I mean, when that offense is quick, it is really humming. Now they've got some injuries, you know, we don't know if – Josh Reynolds is going to play, and, and maybe a, we're never sure about Andre, uh, DeAndre Swift. So they could be, you know, be pulling guys off the practice squad again this this uh, this week to fit it in. But I can see it being a I can see it being a fairly tight game. My pick is, you know, I I like the, the Packers to win the game. It looks like they've lost four straight, uh, and then you would say, well, what are the odds of them losing five straight? Well, the Detroit Lions have lost five straight. What are the odds of them losing a six straight? So I think whichever you know, obviously one team's going to and it's losing streak, and you would hope here that it would be the Detroit Lions, but I, I I just don't see it, but 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 I don't think it's an impossible task either.
0: Yeah, the only thing that bothers me about this game this week is the receivers, um, like you said, Josh Reynolds. I don't, he must have got hurt um, on the turf um, after he missed the last ball or something. I don't know when he actually got hurt. I know he'd been hurt the week before. Well, he's
1: been hurting. He's been hurting. You know, he's been playing hurt. Right.
0: So, you know, the receivers are really your bare bone in the receivers now. Tom Kennedy, this is an example to all you people out there. Difference between preseason games and and regular season games. The, to Tom Kennedy is like a 4A baseball player to me. Just right below the line of Major League, better than AAA. You know, a good AAA player. You can see it in the games he's played. He's, he's, is all this everybody, Tom Kenny gets a chance, blah, blah, blah. This is the example why you don't fall for all these preseason game stuff and what's going on in training camp because when the game is turned up another level, the talent level rises. And that's why be careful when you look at players. And, and you can see Tom Kenny is just right below that level. He's not helping out with the receivers. He had one good but catch.
1: Uh, Kenny, one guy you can who, who really when when the tempo gets turned up, I think he turns up with it to some degree, and that's Kalief Raymond, uh, wide receiver. He's got speed. He's tough. He competes competes for the ball. And I don't think he's ever going to be your number one or number two receiver, but in spot duty, he's done a very very nice job for the Lions, just like he did last year. Yeah, he'll 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 break some balls for. He breaks break some. Some big ones for
0: you. Right. But he wasn't a bubble guy that never got to the league. He had been in the league, played on other teams. Oh, I understand. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, just talking been about, been the, around. you yeah, know, for been the been Tom around. Kennedy You Remember, we heard that all preseason that why he should be oh. on the team. It's just that. Now you wow. see the difference. There's a little difference. Well, they Nothing against them. Yeah. Nothing well, against them. Yeah. But, I mean, you know. But I, I'm i really upset. I, these are the games when Quintez Cephas, you want to see what he had. These are games where the opportunity was there, but he can't stay healthy, you know, to get on the field. But I'm going to tell you one thing I'm going to look at this week is James Mitchell and Brock Wright. And if they bring up, um, what's his name, the third tight end with the S? Sistro. So so, so yeah, if they bring these guys. But I want to see how the tight end position plays now. That TJ is gone. Is the blocking going to be better now? Is there more in the receiving game? Is there less in the receiving? So that that interests me to see how that's going to work out. Cause well, I
1: think I think we'll see James Mitchell Kenny as a as a uh, as a receiving threat. You look at at Virginia Tech. We averaged what seventeen point two yards per catch before he got hurt. That's a pretty, I don't care what conference you're playing in, and that's you know Bob Tech. I think is the ACC. Is not yeah? That's a pretty good pretty good level. I mean you know they. Had a national champion come out of that uh, come out of that league,
0: yeah. and
1: so I I think you know he's I think he's a, a pretty good receiving threat, and we've seen Black, Block Brock Wright do some nice things blocking. Say that fast three times. <laughs> Brock Wright does some nice things blocking, and and I think he's you know he's he's, he's been adequate as a receiver. Now he had sustained a cushion last week. I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be able to play, but but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Uh, quick trivia question for you. Who was the last tight end the Lions' have in Virginia Tech before James Mitchell? Virginia Tech? Yeah. Vitek, you know.
1: Vitek. Go ahead.
0: Let me know. Logan Thomas, even though he was the quarterback. Logan even though Thomas, he was the quarterback right, yeah. at Vitek, but that's So James well, Mitchell follows in the long line of Logan Thomas. Okay,
1: <laughs> I think I think we're getting to the end. We
0: are getting to the end. Well, let's get the prediction in and uh, see who you have for this Sunday. What's the prediction, Mike?
1: Well, this sort of maybe plays into the Lions' favor, but the, the Packers are something like twenty ninth against the run and second against the pass. Lions run the ball pretty well, uh, but I just the, with all the problems the Packers have, I still think they're a better team than the Detroit Lions right now. I think this is, I think this is going to change though in the next couple of years. I really do but for, for Sunday in downtown Detroit at Ford Field 20th year of Ford Field the anniversary I think uh, it's Green Bay uh, 30 Detroit Lions Detroit Lions
0: 21 All right I'm I'm not picking the Lions again until they win so I'm taking Green Bay and you know, I, oh, I hate Sanders I know don't don't you know what I refuse to predict cuz I cannot in good you conscience already did. I cannot in good conscience predict Green Bay to win anything cuz I I despise them so much but um i'll just say the lions will be on the losing end of the team that's name i will not say good for you and i'll give the score of uh i'm everything now with the lions defensively starts with a two so i i'll say 29 again but they might give up over 20 you know it's over 29 they might give up in the 30s but i'll say they i say they're going to give up in the 20s this game cuz i'm not really impressed with that quarterback guy number 12 this year Aaron Rodgers. I don't mention his name. I don't mention his name, Mike. I don't mention his name. All right. All right. That's it for the game time. See you guys next Monday on the k podcast.